नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरचम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजुदीर नष्टप्रायेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकीडिंग भागवत फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट नंबर लेवन देवी उवाच देवी उवाच नोके अस्ति अतिशाय निय नोके अस्ति अतिशाय निय तथा प्रियो देहृता प्रियात्मन तथा प्रियो देहृता प्रियात्मन तस्मस्ता मणिमुक्तवैरके तस्मस्तात्मनीमुक्तवैरके कतम प्रतिपेदी उवाच ब्लसड गॉड सेड नॉट यूम लोके इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड नीस् अतिशायन हाविंग नो रईवल प्रिय डियर तथा सो अप्रिय एनिमी देहभृता हियरिंग बेरिंग मेटीरियल बॉडीज प्रिय manaha who is the most beloved tasmin towards lord shiva samastatmani the universal being mukta vairake who is free from all enmity rite except bhavantam For you, Katamaha, who, Prati Payet, would be envious. Translation purport by Shri Prabhupada ki jai. The blessed goddess said, "Lord Shiva is the most beloved of all living entities. He has no rival. No one is very dear to him, and no one is his enemy. No one but you." could be envious of such a universal being who is free from all enmity purport in bhagavad gita the lord says samoham sarvabhuteshu i am equal to all living entities 
similarly lord shiva is a qualitative incarnation of the supreme personality of godhead so he is he has almost the same qualities as the supreme lord therefore he is equal to everyone known is his enemy known is his friend but one who is envious by nature can become the enemy of lord shiva therefore sati accused her father known but you could be envious of lord shiva or be his enemy other sages and learned brahmanas were present but they were not envious of lord shiva although they were all dependent on daksha therefore known but daksha could be envious of lord shiva that was the accusation of sati the sense the bhakti vedanta purport so mother sati <coughs> is pointing out to daksha how he is doing such a big mistake because of his envy of lord shiva she being the husband do being the wife of lord shiva she knows the mind of lord shiva and she says that lord shiva is not envious of any living entity forget about being envious he looks upon all living entities equally which is actually the seeing the soul in the body and he does not have any friends or enemies one who is equal to all does not have any friends or enemies because everyone is seen as divine every soul is seen as divine so that is the universal vision of a pure pure vaishnava vaishnavana mita shambhu so we are these wonderful qualities of lord shiva are included in this bhagavata katha because they represent some of the he represents some of the highest principles of bhakti bhakti the essence of bhakti is personalism as compared to other impersonal paths of spiritual paths like brahmavadis unlike all that <coughs> there person has no absolute significance 
पर्सनैलिटी हैज नो एक्सप्लूट सिग्निफिकेंस पर्सनैलिटी पर्सन इंटरपर्सनल रिलेशनशिप ऑल दीज थिंग्स आर पार्ट ऑफ थ्री गुणास इन योर स्टेट ऑफ परफेक्शन ऑफ एक्सिस्टेंस यू योर सेल्फ आर नॉट अ पर्सन सो वे यू शुड वरी अबाउट ऑल दिस ऑल दिस आर एक्शन एंड रिएक्शन ऑफ द थ्री मोड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर रेस्पेक्ट डिसरेस्पेक्ट एंगर ऑल दीज थिंग्स लव अफेक्शन दैट इज वे देर कॉल मायावादीज नॉट ओनली गॉड इज माया everything else is maya person is also maya individuality is also maya everything is maya if that was the case bhagavatam is a sum and substance of vyasadev's realizations very important that we should know that shrimad bhagavatam was the final composition of vyasadeva when a person writes 100 books on the same subject the 100th book will contain essence of everything 100th book will contain his full realization in fact bhagavatam begins like that where vyasadev go this is leela vyasadev literary incarnation of god sets the scene by feeling unhappy or not fully not unhappy not completely satisfied he was missing something imagine a person imagine a person who knows all the vedic knowledge all the vedas who writes all the vedas who writes all the upanishads all the puranas vedanta sutra the essence of it still he is feeling incomplete that is when narada muni comes to him and explain to him giving makes him aware that you are in feeling incomplete because you are not sufficiently glorified krishna you are not sufficiently glorified the supreme lord lord narayana vishnu krishna his avatars are not sufficiently glorified just like so many things you have talked mostly impersonal and about so many devatas in that vishnu is also there Oh, you made the Shiva Purana. Then you put on Vishnu Purana, like that, like that. Vishnu is also, but the transcendental position of Vishnu, the supreme personality of God, you have missed out. Therefore, he writes the. Um, this is the natural commentary of Vedanta Sutra. Vedanta Sutra means just all formulas. just like you study mathematics end of it you will write all the formulas in one paper so in the same way vedanta sutra means all the formulas aham brahmasmi tattvamasi anandamayobhyasa 
like that on one line so that is elaborated in shrimad bhagavatam so in bhagavatam it is full personal theology or personal absolute truth the supreme absolute individual and all his part individuals they are all individuals so this personalism is very relevant that is why in this lakshivas leela so many things are coming how a vaishnava should develop interrelationship with other persons because absolute existence is full of persons impersonalists are scared of persons and scared of but whereas absolute world is full of persons and personal rasa why it's not very difficult to deal with persons it is natural in this material world because everybody is self centered therefore the continuous spark is there envy anger comparison vengefulness competition all these things are in this material world because each living entity is individuality is inflicted by false ego or self centeredness my pleasure my existence my knowledge my my everything my my sachidananda the moment you say my sachidananda you will fall down so in the spiritual world you need not be afraid about personalism in the material world also one need not be afraid of personalism if we share the vision of the lord how he looks at the world the bhagavad gita also samah sarveshu bhuteshu samah sarveshu bhute all living entities are seen equally and here it is said that shiva also sees everybody equally what is the meaning of seeing equally the soul is all same part and parcel of the supreme lord circumstantially there is difference constitutionally there is equality at heart there is equality at the expression level there is difference some living entities may be in tamoguna jayoguna satoguna mixture this way that way these are all expressions of that individuality but that individuality is having the same potential as your individuality samaha sarveshu bhuteshu same potential 
so seeing that spirit that oneness in all of us and varieties in all these exp expressions these expressions one will not one will not get stuck with these things this anger envy all this kind of thing because one will immediately say it is circumstantial same person who is so enemical to you will become next life may be the most dear one you cannot say so person is same so it is circumstantial just like you see in the in this one life itself two living entities become so close and love each other like a husband and wife or some lovers then they get married and then then the very same two individuals let's say they are diver divorcing after 10 10 years or something or five years they want to divorce what is it so much enemical they became at one time the same two souls were so close so this expressions are different that's all the soul is the same so seeing equality of all living entities and seeing that every material laws of nature creates the different kinds of differences in this material world according to living entity's action in other words if somebody let's say somebody is very rich somebody is very poor equality of soul and equality of law of karma that's all there is equality he has done some good karma so he is there he some bad karma he is here so even in their suffering you see equality in suffering and happiness you see equality in suffering man and uh, enjoying man you see equality what is that equality the same laws of karma is acting on both so mother sati goddess sati is telling daksha that no one can be envious of lord shiva one of the why no one can be envious of a pure devotee because he never competes with anybody he does not compete with anybody in the material world everybody is competing and therefore there is a once you compete there is a stepping over of each others i i want the same thing you want you know you also want the same thing and then there is competition so then there is envy there is uh, enmity all kinds of things suppose there is a person who has no desire at all so he is not competing with you he does not compete with any material living entity in this material world because shiva is so detached he is so detached he doesn't have even his own place of residence freely roaming around 
giving association to the most fallen people ghosts and all kinds of living entities so just look at his exalted position lord shiva's exalted position and therefore <clears throat> goddess ki is saying that how can you be envious of this person only you can be no one can be envious of this person he has no enemies except you she say except you there is no enemies so in the material world one should remember that even pure devotees you will find people becoming envious of pure devotees even though they don't have any because that is the disease of living entities how shiva can get that much respect why he did not stand up when i entered he is my son in law but lord shiva is one of the three primary demigods in house he can be son in law but in the fire sacrifice is what it is a universal for a universal good that sacrifice was being set up so it's an official thing when it comes to official then one has to maintain that because if lord shiva is standing up the whole universe is seeing that what is daksha's position is not trans spiritually speaking his position is not equal to or greater than lord shiva in fact lord shiva did not even <coughs> notice daksha coming did not even notice entering just some little delay ho gaya bhai bhai then he blasted so in the absolute personalism one thing is important just like we chant the names of one of the offenses is not to consider the names of demigods to be equal to or independent of lord vishnu oh it's so important that is i mean if it has to be spoken as one of the important because in absolute sense there is hierarchy the existence is full of individuals and there is one supreme individual known is equal to or greater than him so position hierarchy also has an absolute significance in the personal philosophy a nobody gets when one recognizes that krishna you are the supreme known is equal to or greater than you when you say that krishna is happy krishna is happy because that is his individuality that is his uniqueness it gives him pleasure because you are recognizing him 
why it gives him pleasure because you are also important for him because you are part and parcel everything in existence the lord is connected so we all living entities the lord is connected that is his enjoying capacity we are here for him we have to grasp this truth that existence is for him spiritual existence material existence is for him you can imagine that you know one small estate if a person has to enjoy he has no capacity with servants and land and this that facilities all that cannot just imagine the kind of just extend that that person whose estate is entire existence is his estate and every all the jeevas are his part and parcel sevaks they are his servants those do not want to serve they can be serving the material world serve his maya we are all serving we are all serving those who are karmis they are serving maya and maya has a by make maya by making these jeevas serve her gives them realization that you cannot be happy that is her only business her only business is you you cannot fulfill your sachidananda here you are always you are eternally hungry for satya chitta nananda your hunger cannot be satisfied here then you will ask why where what brahma jignasa where i can fulfill my deepest instinct for sat chitanan where i can then you get concluded that here you cannot but even after concluding here you cannot if you don't get the association of a devotee then you will become a gyani neti 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 this is not truth this is not truth but you do not know what is the truth you do not know that your individuality is a servant of krishna you simply think i am qualityless identityless individualityless energy spiritual energy brahman so from these <coughs> purports of prabhupad we we come to learn how to also adopt the good qualities of lord shiva and have no malice towards anybody if anybody has any malice towards any person in the heart then he cannot chant peacefully because peacefully means nama would not he will not get taste for nama how many years i am chanting prabhu i am not getting any taste we have our heart has to be free from malice towards anybody even our own enemy we should not have malice 
If you have to fight your enemy without malice, do your duty. Fight. But in the heart, don't have malice. Hatred. Envy. Vaishnavas have to become free from this. If they don't become free from this, then that is a block towards bhakti. Bhakti is not only about relationship with God. Bhakti is about relationship with God and his part and parcel. This is bhakti. One who thinks bhakti is only relationship with God, the way you understand God, as isolated to from rest of the things, there is neophyte consciousness. God, if you have love God, you have to love. his vision his everything as he wants us to love not the way we want to love until world also you will see so many people love each other and all love the way he wants us to love that how to love each other how to respect each other all these things also we learn from shrimad bhagavat any questions mike in one of your uh, previous association in ashram you mentioned about chanting to be one of the most uh, it is actually the most simplest activity you give example of uh, going and out, outside and buying a vegetable from a shop say so we have to take a lot of decisions lot of options are there which one is the fresh uh, vegetable available and which one will fill uh, satisfy the according to our budget and all this what to buy what not to yes. buy yes bro but chanting everything is direction is given just uh, everything we know just we have to do it hmm. so uh, now talking about uh, that if a uh, sadhaka who is in the conditional stage and progressing towards uh, higher consciousness uh, in his uh, case uh, the prescribed duties or the service which is given and the chanting which is given so it is it uh, attitude attitude wise it is okay that if he has more liking towards chanting than the prescribed duties in which we have to take lot of decisions a lot of uh, uh, means uh, uh, chanting being the most simplest process more liking is there towards that than the prescribed services in which there are lot of uh, uh, decisions uh, time to time he has to take ha ah. yeah that way if you look at it there are people who do this they say is all serving the lord all this all headache easiest services i'll go sit somewhere and chant actually you know you see it's so simple no decision making this thing that thing but when somebody prematurely goes like that with this reason escaping then his mind will not stay there he will not be able to do proper chanting
this is exactly the reason why prabhupad not that went to america and then he told everybody highest thing is simply to chant hare krishna please give up everything just sit and chant hare krishna all of you is not because prabhupad wanted to build an institution because he wanted to be he wanted um, you know worldwide organization now for the sake of it therefore you know you have to compromise only 16 rounds you do rest you do rest you work because there no other way acharya knows our mind has to be doubted our mind has to be purified we have got so much of our anarthas to produce results our anarthas to lord over material nature so in a regulated way prabhupad has set up an organization where in a regulated way under the shelter of vaishnavas every shelter every vaishnava has a shelter of another vaishnava he learns how to engage all this propensities of the mind and the body whatever prarabdha karma we have born with we have to burn it this life prarabdha karma means the karma that is meant to fructify in this life all that we have to burn in service of the lord otherwise it's it will it will take material expressions because you are born to give material expressions to this seeds of prarabdha karma you are born for that give material expressions material expressions for material rasa everybody is born that so these forces are there so we have to engage those forces very carefully under the direction shelter of vaishnavas you have to engage and you have to cleanse that therefore unlimited activities preaching activities have been you know devised by the acharya and then chanting hare krishna so chanting hare krishna though it is simple after little advancement you in krishna consciousness or knowing about nama tatva you will realize that serving nama is not easy with the anarthas externally it may look easy but to chant pure nama you have to have a clean heart without clean heart you cannot chant shuddha nama so my goal in life is when can i chant shuddha nama not you know i will escape and chant nama okay if you are ready if you are capable of no anartha chanting shuddha nama then go and do it 24 hours the whole world you will purify by your chanting haridas thakur jagannathdas baba ji maharaj go gor kishordas baba maharaj all those things who what were what were they doing they were purifying the world they sent out that kind of vibrations that is why now this krishna consciousness movement is even existing in this material world not that they were not preaching they were preaching in another plane gorkishor das baba ji was preaching in in his own plane by by generating shuddha nama pure chanting 
Yeah, Prabhupada says, a pure devotee's chanting is more powerful than ordinary devotee's chanting. Why is it? Because what comes out in the material plane, when I make a sound, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, because that sound is in the material medium. Isn't it? The pure devotee's material medium is pure. Therefore, what comes out is different. Nama is same. All-powerful Nama. On your tongue and my tongue and Prabhupada's tongue. Same Nama, all-powerful Nama. But the Shakti Avaisha Nama, that means the after it manifests in this material medium as a vibration that differs yours, mine. That means just like a rock and clay, rain is falling equally. Similarly, the Lord's Nama is descending into this material world. Same Nama is descending on everybody's tongue. But how your Chitta is according to that the power, the Shakti that is there in the Nama will differ. And once it comes to the material medium, that Shakti has to manifest as that, that, that the, the power of that Nama that manifests in this material world has to spread, bring peace, everything into this material world. So therefore, see simultaneously, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he criticized devotees prematurely, wanted to go and sit in Radha Kunda and chant instead of preaching. This is a very special vibration of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, which was adopted by Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. And we have the same spirit. Initially, some devotees from when the Westerners, when they came, they got all fascinated by, oh, I will go, so many Babas are in Radha Kund and chant. The Babas, Babaji's were being attacked by, because, not because, all immature people who cannot chant Shuddha Nama were sitting as Babaji's. And they were indulging and Pakti Sanasasuti knew all that. They were all scandalous. Everybody had women and all this, it was scandalous. Same thing Prabhupada also followed that same thing and then he has given us what to do, how much to chant, how to chant, when to increase your chanting, at what stage, when, because there should be meaning in everything. Be going and sitting in Radha Kunda or anything, sitting every day and chanting 100 rounds, 200 rounds, 300 rounds, all, all, uh, we are not at that level. So what is healthy for us, Prabhupada has given. So, so many foreign disciples, they got bewildered, they went. Prabhupada was very angry. He said, you cannot do that. And somebody will say, oh, some neophyte will think, how oh, Prabhupada is saying, this Krishna consciousness, instead of chanting 16 rounds, I am going to now go and sit and chant 100 rounds every day in Radha Kund. Radha Kund, what is that place? Wow, still my guru is telling, don't go. The guru knows. What medicine you should take? How much you should take? 
how you should take so accordingly we follow prabhupada that spirit is very important spirit of guru has to be you know taken up in properly any other question Hare Krishna Prabhu. Um, here we see the exalted example of Lord Shiva that when he's even when he's insulted, he's very calm, very relaxed, he's he's not at all uh, affected by it, and he feels compassionate that why are these people cursing each other and all this happens and he comes back. But when Mother Sati is leaving there, he knows that he to the extent that he says that you may have to give up your body and he respects the entire free will of all of this. Um in uh, when i act as a devotee when i see that i myself first is i get agitated when such a situation happens the second is when i see somebody else may do the same thing uh, the tendency to sometimes go and help them out or correct comes in so although i may not be authorized to do that so how should i correct myself that is my question here and how do i follow the example of lord shiva so that i can train myself to become a little more better vaishnava than who i am today i am reading this uh, these few chapters uh, 100 times <laughs> these purports will give us the perception as the only way we read read, read lord shivas same if you want to read with that one purport again and again how he tolerated how he tolerated you will get that tolerance you have to admire you have to appreciate as you rightly said summarized it nicely that how lord shiva unaffected not only he tolerated he was thinking he was feeling compassion for them so that is the only way we have to hear 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 nityam bhagavata seveya hearing 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 we develop transcendental qualities yeah i want to be like lord shiva not imitation i want that quality not that i want to be shiva <laughs> i am tiny but i want for tiny i need tiny tolerance <laughs> what shiva could tolerate maybe you will never tolerate in your existence <laughs> and you don't need to also got tiny your tiny your capacity of tolerance also just like as a bucket has 20 liters water glass has 5 liters water glass is also full bucket is also full so just to fill my cup i want so then you are full you are complete so that much we are we because i am a glass i am entitled to get that much so you don't have to worry i want that quality from lord shiva to fill my consciousness also then you realize yes you need to have equality of vision why he was able to do that because he was seeing everybody as part and parcel then he was because he didn't have any personal desire therefore it was easy all this is what you learn that means you know if you have to tolerate or if you have to take the insults 
then uh, you know you you need to uh, if you have to if you have to take the insult of somebody then you your knowledge or your perception of the people the situation god everything should be developed any other question Raj, ah, okay last question in some instances propa makes uh, statements such as this one who undertakes the difficult tasks of fruitive activities must be considered to be cheated and envious of his own self in another uh, instance in sixth canto propa says any religious system but the process of bhagavata dharma is a system of envy of one's own self and mm. of others Hmm. so what is the meaning of uh, being envy envious of one's own self bro false ego is different and because false ego is the one who has all these qualities so when we adopt false ego the real ego is a servant of the lord he is not aware because of his forgetfulness the person who is acting haunted is stranger to the self also so ultimately this false ego is hurting the real ego false ego has desires which are contrary to the desires of the pure ego so just like two living entities can have conflicts and if the false ego continues that then he is continuously harming himself so the false ego by taking false ego these false egos are simply is just like taking a blade and cut, cutting your own body so false ego is always cutting the really go so if you live a life of false ego then you are living a life of envy only envious people harm others not knowingly you don't know at all your other self so this you have to understand in the in a very deep sense that is envious not of consciously knowing about it they are all practicing envy towards envy towards our own self that means we are envious people become jealousy they harm everything that is the reason even when you chant hare krishna when you want when your real i am servant of krishna comes 
consciousness starts coming there is a big fight the false ego is not allowing you to be devotee isn't it who is your biggest enemy our mind no when you want to serve krishna when you want to be pure devotee who is always holding us back our false egos so in a figurative sense false ego is not a person first of all false ego is a material element but you have animated that false ego you the ego has become false ego ego is animating that false ego so because false ego propal is saying that we are in a conditioned life we are becoming our own we are envious of our own self it means it's you have to understand it in this rasa sense because how can i be envious of myself that's your basic question how can i be envious of my own self because self is one myself but actually in the material world we are not being ourselves therefore that being a, a strange self a haunted self is envious of the real self that's the way we can understand grandaraj mat bhagavatam ki jay jagat guru shila prabhupad ki jay